also, I'm sorry when I send you this recording if like you can hear, you know, noises outside or like I, as you know, I have like a very loud keyboard, so I'm doing my best to be as clean as possible. Listen, on a scale of one to ten, I do not care. Okay, cool. Um. So if, if, if maybe the audience <laughs> that they hear, I mean, most times that I'm like live and I like type, everybody's like, oh, I love that like ASMR. So maybe maybe You're if ki- they do hear little clicky clacks, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> so, sorry, I. You know me. Your listeners don't. I like to antagonize my audience. A lot of my listeners actually uh, know you. Oh, so great! I, cool. I think we we have a we have a melding oh, of audience. All right, well so- then, you little biatches already know the vibe. <laughs> You suck, and Carly's better than you, and you're going to cry yourself to sleep, aren't you? I can tell. <laughs> I can freaking tell you, little crybabies. A few moments later. Quaking in your little boots right now. Well, I'll tell you what. There's nobody better in this world but Carly, so you need to give it up. How's that? You're so fucking corny. <laughs> I take it back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> No, like your your keyboard though is so fucking aggressive. It's so loud. I'm, like here, I'm just gonna like very lightly type, like as if I'm sending okay. you an email. Okay. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening right now, guys, and you hear like little clicky clacks, I'm I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> oh my god! Like I remember, I remember um, one stream that you did. We're looking up a a photo of Brad Pitt <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to uh, <laughs> to state your case on why uh, Joe Black Brad Pitt was the hottest yes. Brad Pitt. Yeah, and I stand by that. Yeah, and that I don't know if it was you got it new or what, mm-hmm. but you start typing on that fucking keyboard. <laughs> it was just way. And too I'm loud. like, this is so aggressive mm-hmm. over like. Who the hottest Brad Pitt version is? Yeah, it's, I need to get a new one. So I got this keyboard maybe about a year ago. And like, mm. I don't really care about mechanical keyboards or whatever. I, you know, but I feel like they're just like all the rage. I like having like a full, like 102 keys. Like I like having like the little like number pad on the right hand side. Oh, I, I also like having um, a lot of gaming keyboards on the left hand side. I'll have like basically programmable keys. So you can like okay. be like, oh, okay, when I click this key... It's going to do like control shift T, you know, or something like that. So oh, I, I like okay. a big keyboard. And I got this, the brand, I don't know how to say it. It's EVGA. Uh, they're the same okay. company that makes like power supply units. That's how I know them. Like the things that power your computer and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, that's a trusted brand. I've been using the same PSU for like five years. Great. Like a, a month after I got it, it just intermittently just dies. And it is also so loud, even though I tried to get the one. That's like a little more quiet. I don't know if you know about mechanical keyboards, but um, oh, like basic. Yeah, like there's, there's like blue, brown, <laughs> red, and yellow switches. Like then that's like the okay. key, and then that denotes like how loud it is. And so I okay. think I got this one. I'd have to check, but I, I got the one that's like not supposed to be as crazy loud. And like this mm-hmm. thing's so fucking loud. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I need to like get a get a new one. Yeah, like I have, I have, I guess, kind of a mechanical keyboard. Mm-hmm. I got it off of amazon nice um when daddy's we were starting to like prep yeah when we were starting to prep for the podcast i'm pretty sure it's just like a logitech or something yeah um it does the job but like Mm -hmm. i like logitech for yeah but like for work um 
I don't use any, like, most of, if not any of, the work equipment that they gave me. Mm-hmm. And, primar- and primarily, it is not because I don't appreciate it and don't like it, because thank you very much. Yeah. It's just... I spent all this money yeah, no, on this stuff. It's better not to use the company devices because when you use their devices, they legally are entitled to all of your communication on that device. Anything you did on that device, they own. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And they'll often, so, like when you get like fired or whatever, they'll often like go through your messages and like use those for like disciplinary actions. Right. And so I I use like the computer, mm-hmm. like the computer that they gave me because that's the only way I can log into the system. Mm-hmm. But like the keyboard, the the mouse, the extra monitor. I'm like, can I use mine? Yeah. Like you can have the laptop. You can have everything else. <laughs> can I just can I just use mine? Because otherwise I'd have to tear everything down yeah, totally. and then tear everything back up. Or I'd have to have two offices and that's not cool. Mm. So but anyways, my main point is they um they don't give us like mechanical keyboards for work. They're just like a little Bluetooth tiny little rinky dink mm-hmm. thing and so whenever i'm on like work meetings with my team and yeah. i'm like okay guys we're gonna start training now and then they just hear like what's getting like the one lady i think she's probably in her 40s and so she's just like are you good and i'm like yeah i'm just i'm just pulling up the information that you need for this task and she goes what's that noise in the background do you have like because she knows i have a cat and so she's like do you have like a crinkle toy back there or something mm-hmm. and i'm like no <laughs> that's me i'm so sorry <laughs> nope so that's I'm just so- my keyboard and i want you to know i'm an epic gamer <laughs> yeah i'm like an epic gamer that plays uh, 2k23 <laughs> and, like, <laughs> no. oh, that's great no <laughs> okay not nba but i play like wwe 2k23 mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I need my. I, need I was my never like too big moment. into like sports games. You're valid. Only because like, my older brother was into those, and anything he okay. liked, I did not like. Yeah, no, you're you're so valid. My brother and I were sort of the same way. It was like the second he found out I liked something, he's like, "Yeah, I, yeah. I actually uh, really fucking hate that." <laughs> yeah, that thing is actually the worst, and you're the worst for liking it. So yeah, <laughs> and how uh. How far apart are like you and your brother, like age wise? Uh, two, two and change. Uh, me, but okay. And I have a younger sister as well, and we're all we're all like two and change apart. Oh, that's nice. Like I will say, that is nice having like I guess being a little closer in age. Like mm-hmm. my older brothers and sisters are like ten or fifteen years older than I am, and then my younger brother is five years younger than I am. Oh, so okay, it's like this. Got it. It's like this weird gap when like. You know, I'm graduating high school, and then my one brother is, like, turning 30, and I'm like, what What the fuck? I'm never going to be 30, and then I turned 30 <laughs> yeah. last month. Happy belated, by the way. Thank you. Um, and then my brother is, like, turning 25 next month. I'm like, okay, everybody stop. Yeah, like, stop, stop aging. We need to go back to bed, all of us. Everybody go back to bed, get into the uh, Disney Man freezer, like, just... <laughs> Hang out done. with Walt Disney... But, like, not in a weird anti-Semitic way. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are you, exactly. Have, we, have we talked about this? Are, are you Jewish? No. No, it's not, not bad to ask or no, you're not? 
Oh, no, I'm not Jewish. Got it. Okay, got it. Because I, I yes. feel like you and I have had conversations about, like, matzo ball soup. But you don't need to be <laughs> Jewish to enjoy delicatessen. <laughs> no, I am not. I am not Jewish. Uh, I am a former evangelical Christian. That's right. Uh, okay, yeah, that's right. Have you already talked about fo- this? Are we, am I allowed to discuss it? Oh, 100%. Okay, great. I, re- I remembered, like, some type of, like... Uh, religious experience from you, and I couldn't remember if it was Judaism or. But that's right, you were you were part of the like the crazy cult people, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only saying that because they yeah. treated you poorly, and I don't like that. Well, I was gonna say they treat a lot of people poorly. Well, just... you're my friend, and they are dead to me. Full stop. <laughs> then I agree. Yeah, I. <laughs> I was um, the sector of Christianity that um, Amanda and I were actually involved in. That's actually how Amanda and I met, mm-hmm. funny enough. Um, our core group of friends are basically uh, former members of the evangelical church. And if you're mm-hmm. not familiar with these names, it's totally fine. Our sector of Christianity was like the hillsong and yeah, uh bethel yeah, yeah. bethel's a big one in california mm-hmm. yeah um, we, had, we had hillsong uh out, out yes. here because i'm from san diego and then also uh, yes. north coast church if you're familiar but i think yes i don't know if they are the same level of christianity but i know they are Christian. yes and then there's uh i think i think they have a there's a ton of like non-denominational quote-unquote progressive mm-hmm. churches but to them progressive is like you can wear jeans to sunday service it's not really uh, like yeah. <laughs> we're, so, we're so progressive uh but also women still don't have high positions of authority inside of our organization they're like those women better be talking to the other women or the babies because yeah. we don't want to hear their knowledge we don't want it's- none of that we don't want lady knowledge. Uh, what, what do the ladies know? Uh, turns out a freaking lot, you idiot. <laughs> a fucking lot, man. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the kind of sector of Christianity that we were involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a really good, um, there's a couple really good documentaries um, that have come out recently. The most recent one is about uh, the Duggars. The Duggars? And, yeah. Like... Do you not know of like 19 Kids and Counting? No. Ooh. Well, before we do that, <laughs> speaking of 19 Kids and Counting, hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20th inaugural episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. Ooh. My name is Carly, and obviously, Amanda is not here again, but that's okay because we have a very special guest that is not Amanda. Not. So. Not Amanda, though I miss her so much. Uh, I can find to- without her. <laughs> I'm here. So, um, sir, who are you? Hello, my name is Zachary Cowan, also known as Cowman. Zach Cowman. Zach Cowman. This is our buddy Zach Cowman. It's First me, Amadio. <laughs> oh no! Speaking of Hillsong, Chris Pratt. Yes, there's a uh documentary about the Duggars. Um, mm-hmm. 19 Kids and Counting, TLC. Are you familiar? I'm familiar with TLC. I, I'm just assuming this is a, like a show of something about somebody who has 19 kids and they're super religious. I am, I am, yes, but mm-hmm. I am so shocked that, like, in. I don't so watch sh- 
uh, cable. Uh, I'm sure what? that this exists outside of cable. Uh, wait, also to interrupt, I'm, I am sorry if you hear the clicky thing. I, my full attention is here, uh, but I'm also multitasking just ever so slightly with my manager. You know how they are. They're yeah. like, oh, well, you need to respond to me immediately. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. But I don't watch cool. a lot of like cable kind of stuff, um, nor do I watch like a lot of, uh, I guess those kind of shows like TLC, HGTV, uh, whatever the other ones are as well. You're so valid. Um, if not that there's anything wrong with those and I know a lot of people like them just not my cup of tea right you see I never did but a lot of people that were friends of mine (laughs) they got you um, in they sucked they sucked you in no no a lot of people that were friends of mine in the cult era uh they loved 19 kids of county because they thought it was like the like the definition of like good christian family values so 19 kids and counting you, you basically hit it, the nail right on the head. So they have, it's Jim Bob, mm-hmm. Jim Bob Duggar and his wife, Michelle. Of course it and, would be a Jim Bob. Yeah, literally his name is Jim Bob. <laughs> and I think they live in Alabama or something. And Jim Classic. Bob and Michelle have, wow, 19 kids. Uh, they are con- and they're all natural? How did her They are all natural and, and all of their names begin with a J. That's just gross, I think. So, like, I'm going to see because, you know, my little cult brain doesn't remember all of them. So, I'm going to consult our friend. Uh, I'm going to consult our friend, Gene Oogle. It's up Gene Oogle. It's up Gene Oogle. So, as we've consulted Gene Oogle, I have found all 19 of the children's names. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am ready. Okay. <laughs> We've got Josh, okay, Josh, Jana, yeah, Josh, Jana, John, David, Jill, Jessa, Ginger, Joseph, Josiah, Joy, Anna, Jedediah, Jeremiah, whom are twins, by the way. Okay. Jason, Jason, James, Justin, Jackson, Whoa. Johanna, Whoa. Jennifer, Jordan, Grace, and Josie. What are these people's problem? They like, do we need to like be concerned? And they have a show now. Well, they no longer have a show. Okay, Uh, I feel like we sometimes like reward the like like Octomom and like stuff, and it's like it's uh like we as like a culture, I feel like are like kind of responsible. Yes. So this premiered in two thousand eight as seventeen kids and counting, and in the duration of the show, they had gotten two more. Well, they had birthed two more kids um which led them to 19 kids and counting the show mm-hmm. got canceled in 2015 um and then they had some spinoff series with like some of the girls like Jana and jill and jess and ginger okay um, were, in, were in their own little spinoff show called counting on because you know they were getting married and they were having kids and so they were like why not see what happens when they have kids yeah um so the show was up like was on for like 10 years but the thing is uh what made them i guess really intriguing was the fact that they were considered a quiverful family um which means full family yeah like quiverful like you know how like a bow and arrow like a bow you have a quiver of arrows yes so a quiverful family so this is uh, a movement that promotes like strict family conformity um, mm-hmm. male hierarchies and subservient roles for women 
Um, and okay. so basically, it's a very stereotypical, like, the man is the patriarch of the household. The woman is the caregiver of the household. The wife's main job is to birth babies until she is no longer able to birth babies. I hate this. Yeah, they don't I believe in birth control. Yeah, they don't believe in birth control uh, because basically they say, like, basically God will turn off the uh, fertility tank when he's ready. Uh, and apparently oh God, God God turned off the fertility tank at 19. Uh, Bro, I don't even, like, I, I just don't even know how she's functioning. 19 children? Like, how are you not in a wheelchair? I have no clue. That just sounds but like <laughs> such an intense toll upon the human body. Yeah. And, like, a big thing, too, that happens in Quiverful families is as the kids get older, at least with the Duggars, um, one of the things that they would do is they would partner one of the older kids with a younger kid. So they would have a quote-unquote buddy system. And essentially, the older kid was responsible in taking care of the younger kid. Oh, they're like, hey, let's have enough kids to where we don't have to parent. It's infinite parent glitch. (laughs) Infinite parents. Like, this is great. So that was a huge thing um, with the Duggars. However, they got into huge controversy when um, trigger warning for um, child endangerment, um, Josh Duggar, who is the oldest son, he was kind of like the the prodigal you know being the eldest son sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like oh you're gonna accomplish so many awesome things mm-hmm. and then they found um if you know what i mean by cp um oh on the kids stuff or on the parents who had the cp who had the cheese pizza the oldest son joshua had a lot of cheese pizza of, of his siblings or just other cheesy pizza? Both. Oh, my God. That's so gross. Both. Yes. And so uh, the first time he got a slap on the wrist. So by me saying the first time How means was there, was, there was a second time. Well, he was probably in his late 20s. Oh, the, no, dude. This guy's got to go to jail. The first time. Well, good on you. The second time he went to jail. That's cool. um Because they found... It was honestly, like, the worst way. Like, first of all, I found out about this. And I was like, yeah, he is from Alabama. So, basically, he worked at a car lot, okay? And the FBI got some um, ring-a-lings and was like, hey, there's a lot of fucking cheese pizza in this area here. Yeah. And we're pretty sure it's Josh Duggar. And they were like, slay, we're on our way to confiscate the work computers. So they go to his place of employment. And Joshua Duggar walks out the door. And he looks at the police. And he said, there's a lot of police here. What's going on? You guys looking for cheese pizza or something? What the heck? <laughs> hey, literally. with this guy? Right, right. And then, and then he insisted when they found his computer with all of the cheese pizza on it, he said, I think one of my buddies put it on there as a prank. Who would put that as a prank, yeah. Joshua? Uh, that's something I would do if I was trying to frame somebody. That's somebody I would do to, like, 
I don't even know if, if, if there, I would even do it. Was, if there was a villain out there and I knew in my heart and I, you know what? I would probably AI generate fake cheese, cheese pizza because there's no way I'm getting real cheese pizza. And then I <laughs> no. would sneak into his place of business I, with one of those fancy USB. I'd plug it in and I'd go, hacker voice, I'm in. And I would play the CSI music. And then I would Make sure upload you... the cheese pizza everywhere. And then I would call the cops as I walk away out of the building. And I would pretend that it's like exploding behind me, but I'm too cool to look at it. That's my plan. So if you're out there and you're a villain, you better watch out. Make sure you bring your super aggressive <laughs> yeah. keyboard with you so yeah, that you can like. Yeah. People be like, oh, we can't, we can't bother whoever's in there. I don't know if he works here, but like he clearly sounds like he's up to some mad typing. Sounds like he's got like a tech yeah. issue or something going I on. Just, what the, I just what ordered the fuck? A, I just ordered a new keyboard before we got started. So you, <laughs> you, we have successfully peer pressured me into finally crossing something off my list. Listen, I would never peer pressure you. Have I ever? Hold on. Yeah, Backtrack. Have I ever peer pressured you? In the history of our friendship and you like being part of the community slash moderating, I would I would say so. Maybe like at least once or twice. What? Jokingly. jokingly. Okay, I was like, you've never what? you've never like nefariously tried to like enforce your will upon me. Am I gonna like point a gun at you and be like, you better fucking play Five Nights at Freddy's right <laughs> now, bitch? Well, I'm, I want to get back into gaming streams, so. You know, keep an eye out. Maybe, maybe I'll need that. Right? And then I'll be there going, you better fucking you play better. Five Nights. You better fucking play this game right fucking now or we're going to have a big problem. <laughs> like, if you don't play this game in the next 72 hours, I'm quitting I'm my gonna free lose job. I'm going to lose my shit. Wait, am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> so keep going. Oh, that's it. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Actually, oh, speaking of, um, mm-hmm. you mentioned something about AI. Oh, yeah. Well, you asked me to like just bring a topic today. Yes. Uh, yes. And I was listening to the Markiplier uh, podcast, um, Distractables. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know if you're into that. Um, yeah, I love I love Markiplier. Oh, okay. Uh, right on. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, I love him. Like, I'm, all I'm of, very all... new to it. Uh, my partner showed it to me, and I was like, oh, this is cool. So we were like listening to it today. Um, uh-huh. And then I just selected the AI one because it's, you know, it's a very like intriguing thing. Uh, you know, and they were just talking about how like obviously like the whole AI thing, like, you know, it's like super relevant in my industry, the entertainment industry right now with like writers and this and that. Mm-hmm. But then they went on to talk about how like it is like a very realistic future uh, and it can already be done now. Like are we as like content creators like going to be out of a job? Like if there's like, yeah. you know, cause and um, I'm all over the place, but there was this TikTok that I like to follow and it's called like us or no, it's called like world famous leaders and it's like okay. AI generated, like say Alexander the Great, uh, like a bunch of different mm-hmm. leaders. And it even has them speaking in like whatever voice they've associated with them. And like the face even moves and like while it's talking to you. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're not too far off from like AI, like being able to just create content as anybody. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video of like, uh, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio giving one of his like keystone speeches. But every, like, 10 seconds, it changes voices to, like, Joe Rogan and then Barack and then Trump and then, you know, Oprah. And it's, like, super convincing. And I'm just like, no. wow. Like, yeah, I, where, what if we're going to be out of a job in, like, two years? Because everyone just listens to, like, AI-generated content. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't seen like so I've seen some of the videos like they mm-hmm. had like this quick um surgeons on my TikTok for you page um of the US presidents mm-hmm. um like playing Minecraft. Oh um, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. Trump, Barack and like Biden. He's like yeah. listen to me smelly Joe. <coughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My body immediately rejected the Trump impression. I <laughs> this is how we know that you're Please okay. continue. I'm done. I'm not doing Trump thing. Listen to me. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the best. We're going to build a huge Minecraft wall. And Barack's like, uh, I used to be able to do like a decent Barack. I think everybody should have at least a 5 out of 10 presidential impression in their back yeah. pocket all the time. Yeah. I love that. I love that hot take. I don't know if I'd be able to do it, but I'll you practice. Know? I'll practice for next time you come yeah, on. Yeah, it's like your um, Amer- it's like our American duty, honestly. Right. Um, maybe I'll do like a like a George W. Bush. I think he's a classic. Oh yeah. That's I'll practice. One. I'll practice my George W. Bush for the next time you come on. <laughs> so, um, but the whole thing about the presidents and all of that, I've seen a lot of discourse about um, more about AI art. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, because I have a couple friends who are, um, like, they're artists. They right. do commission work and everything. Um, like, actually, a few a few friends of the podcast, Nina, Raiden, um, awesome, awesome artists. And, like, when, I forget which app it was. I think it was, like, the Lenza Boom at the end of 2022 um, mm-hmm. when... You know, you would download this app called Lenza. You would put in like 20, 20, 25 photos of yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like this was one of the first like TikTok AI trends. Uh-huh. And then if you paid like seven bucks, it would give you like a hundred mm-hmm. images of yourself in different uh, scenarios and things. But then um, people found out that it was actually taking other people's artwork online and just like slapping your face on it. And right. um, at first, like I know, like that was something I had to be educated in because at first I saw those things and I will fully admit that I saw it and I was like, oh, like that's not that big of a deal. Like we're you're just slapping your face on it and it's totally cool. But talking to my, my friends about it, um, it was a really good learning experience mm-hmm. to be like, actually, like this is kind of fucked up because that's someone else like that's someone else's artwork and you paid seven like sure you paid seven dollars but you didn't pay that seven dollars to the artist who originally made the photo you paid it to some company or whatever to slap your face on it and then bippity boppity pizza there you go bippity boppity pizza (laughs) (laughs) i love that i'm gonna start using that (laughs) Good, good. Hey, what'd you do today? Um, uh, you know, just bibbity bobbity pizza. Bibbity pizza. <laughs> Did you have pizza? Uh, I said bibbity bobbity pizza. Bobbity what pizza. more do you need to understand? <laughs> but like, so it's it's a really interesting like conversation to have because really it's like okay, I could pay that seven dollars to have a computer do it, or I could have pay seven dollars or twenty or whatever to somebody who's going to put the time and the effort in. To mm-hmm. actually make something from the ground up. It's it's totally. the whole thing. Not to be like. Not to be like the modernized millennial. And oh like it's. 
it's all about getting it now and the here and now. But really, it's mm. this whole instantaneous feeling of I I want this and I'm going to get it right now and not right. like for some commission work that I've purchased. It's sometimes I'm waiting a couple weeks to get a piece of totally, artwork back yeah. or a video back. Sometimes it's going to take a couple weeks. But I think mm-hmm. people are so autonomized of needing something immediately yeah, right. and in yeah. the now uh, that it is really scary for those people who totally you know yeah and you know distractible they were kind of talking about it like also from like a corporate angle like corporations like they don't care like they 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 see it as like two ways like go with a traditional artist you know spend that money that they already don't want to spend have all the back and forth you know wait for timelines whatever but you know if you have like an accessible ai that's free or relatively free uh you know time and time again they're like they were talking about you know kind of anecdotally their freelance and, you know, they're kind of the tagline they're given by companies is like, hey, mm-hmm. like, you know, we understand that we're losing quality on this, but, you know, you can't compete with zero, zero cost. And an AI can do all these things that much quicker. So it's like, well, do we go about this the right way and get a high quality product or do we just do it for free, quick and easy? And if it's not great, like whatever. Right. There's actually speaking of that. um, corporations and companies and ai Mm. and all that um i remembered reading this story a few days ago on it i just pulled it up there's a company it's a gaming company i think it's called rayarch um Mm -hmm. and they they usually like um develop like rhythm games and like dance games um they actually laid off it looks like a good amount of their design team and they're like for the covers of their games and their artwork and they're replacing it with AI generated bots to make the cover art for all their games now. Yeah, that's yeah. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. It's like, it's real terrible. Cause I was like, I knew I saw this recently, so I'm glad you brought this up. But I was like, yeah. Cause a couple people that were like former employees of the company, um, Somebody here on Twitter saying, uh, as a former art director of Citus 2, that's one of their rhythm games, I feel a little bit disgusted seeing all the efforts and quality control we did turning into some shoddy AI bullshit. To be honest, I'm so glad I left. I love that for you, King or Queen, (laughs) whoever you are. I love love that for you, uh, Mr. Square Rectangle Circle Bot. I'm so glad you left, too. (laughs) But... Um, yeah, it's insane how quickly I feel, I mean, who knows? Maybe there was AI discourse happening in the background that I just was not knowledgeable of, but I feel like it evolved so quickly. Oh, it was like, it was like December. Everybody's like, Hey, let's put $7 in this app. And now it's like, let's have the $7 app take over all of our jobs. Yeah, it's kind of crazy what it's like getting into these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. And like I, yeah. I see both sides, but it's like yeah, I feel like so much of the public is like not necessarily like understanding as to like people that are at most at risk because like I feel like one of the big things that's being thrown around is just like just adapt. You don't just mm-hmm. adapt. Like uh, you know, if uh, that's what free market is, like just integrate it. And it's like, well, what if your job is to have a podcast and like just be yourself and talk about that 
But now mm-hmm. here's this like free thing that can also do that. And because there's, you know, in my case, like there's hundreds of hours of content mm-hmm. that I've made that's out there. You know, you could put that into a program and it's be like, cool, I understand the Cowman brand. Mm-hmm. Now I can like replicate that. It's like, well, how do, how do I adapt? You know? And right. also like, maybe I don't want to lean on machine learning. Like I want to continue to support other artists. Like say, you know, in the case of like, making a new logo for a podcast like you know you could probably just get something that's easy enough from an ai and tell yourself that like oh i'll work with an artist eventually but it's mm-hmm. like now that that is an option you know what what do the people do whose livelihoods are kind of kind of at stake no exactly exactly and that actually the point you were making about you know content content creation and how that's going to look in the future due to AI um you know the like the content farming YouTube channels that are out there right now like uh some of the ones that I can think of um I think like common ones that people would know are like Looper and your watch mojos and all that Mm -hmm. but then there's also like newer ones that have been coming around like um Anna Oop she's like a tea gossip channel Sunny V2 who got into a lot of controversy recently with uh their mr beast takes um but those channels as well um i think in some ways are very similar like they could kind Mm -hmm. of in some ways be grouped into this because what's happening is you know they're guising themselves as like a one-person operation or a two-person operation but they have like a whole team of writers and editors and researchers all these people that are um, supporting the channel, but then they have, you know, one narrator. But in our brains, we're like, oh, it's just this one guy shelling out all this content. And so people that are comp- like are like seasoned veteran commentators on on YouTube, like really influential voices on the platform are slowly getting less engagement, slowly getting less views. Why? Because, you know, Sunny V2 already shelled out a video on this like three hours after it happened. But the real one person operation is like still writing their script. That's just something I've yeah. noticed recently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't like thinking about, I don't, I don't <laughs> like thinking about you getting laid off. Oh, I know. You know, I think, I think ultimately <laughs> like it won't necessarily get to that point. It might, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, this is just like my hypothesis. I, I think the people that are going to be able to utilize it will utilize it. I think mm-hmm. it will create space for new opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think the people that are most at risk are maybe like traditional like visual artists. Yeah. Um, and also, I do think it's going to open a whole new avenue of like exploitation. Like, are you familiar with like the, like the, uh, those companies that just copyright strike everything on YouTube? Uh, like a- anything that they like even have like a small claim to and they try to just like take revenue and there's like full yes. agencies dedicated to this. Yes. I feel like there's going to, it's going to be kind of like that kind of thing, but with like AI and it's going to be like, like you were just saying, like, can we, can we become like the Walmart of like content creation? Like yeah. increase that barrier to entry because it's, you know, it's, it's not necessarily difficult to make content. The difficult part is like, getting an audience to be interested 
or building a platform to where you have that capacity. Um, but like, like you said, like we're just not going to be able to keep up with like the workflow of it all. Like I was saying earlier, especially with how I think on demand our content is, I feel like <laughs> maybe this is just, this is, I guess, going to reveal more about myself than it is about anybody, uh, anybody else in the world. Um, as someone with ADHD, uh, I, if I'm not like sitting and vegetating, I know I need something in my little goofy goblin gamer brain to just kind of mm. keep it moving and going. Um, but we're all essentially like five-year-olds with our iPads watching Cocomelon. Uh, <laughs> and Cocomelon got a lot of fucking episodes. Um, but that's the thing. When we run out of Cocomelon, what the fuck are we going to do? And I think for some people, we get to this point where it's like, okay, well, what's next? Well, what's going on? Like, I know I go down like yeah. a YouTube hole because I'm just trying to find something right. uh, to fill the void with. And in some ways, like, I think some of the future content, um, though it may not be great, I think it'll be good enough if it's like, yeah, I can't even talk. If, if it is made with AI, um, cause yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen like a couple, like, like I said, Sunny V2 is the one that I always go back to. Maybe I have a vendetta against Sunny V2. Um, <laughs> but um, Secretly hate them. Well, yeah. There's um this really nasty video, actually, that Sunny V2 made. I don't know if you had seen it about uh, Mr. Beast. Do I watch Mr. Beast no, content? So. I'm like, do I watch Mr. Beast content? No. All right, Jimmy, you go out there and you give your money to people. Maybe it's just because I grew up in the church, but we kind of, I guess one thing that I took with me is if I'm going to do charity for somebody that I'm not going to bolster it around and be like, look at me, I'm doing nice things for people. But I know that he and I probably grew up differently. What he's doing is not wrong. It just, to me, it just, I'm like, ooh, I don't know. But regardless, Mr. Beast has a friend named Chris. And Chris recently mm -hmm. came out as transgender. I do, I do know about this, but I, I, don't, I don't think I even know who like Sunny is. Sunny um, is essentially a faceless YouTube channel. Uh, okay. Similar vibes to you can tell I, you can tell I spend way too much time online with all the names I'm throwing out. And I apologize. Um, names like they're a faceless YouTube channel. They do like sort of long form more like short form their videos are usually 10 to 15 minutes similar vibes to like the right opinion uh jay aubrey um pinely these guys okay. uh, d'angelo wallace um these guys who do like long form uh commentary essays but sunny takes their videos and knocks it down to like 10 or 15 minutes easily digestible in the modern era now Sunny V2 a couple weeks ago, maybe at least a couple months ago at this point, made a video, no joke, about how Chris coming out as transgender was going to ruin Mr. Beast's channel. What? Yes. Um, I, if you want to kind of uh, keel over and go, what the fuck? Uh, I highly recommend you watch the video later. Um, 
there's not very great takes. Basically, Sunny talks about how uh, Chris coming out as transgender is causing uh, is going to cause political political discourse to happen on the channel that Jimmy is not is Jimmy is not one to um, to be like in drama and stuff and the fact that Chris is putting themselves in a vulnerable position by showing uh, their their words on mine themselves uh their words saying showing off their sexuality and uh oh my gosh dude. live on camera is uh going to ruin the branding of Mr. Beast I'm like that Jimmy sneezes $100 bills I'm yeah, sure Yeah definitely Jimmy is fine. <laughs> let Chris live. Like, I'm all about let people live. Like, Chris is not hurting anybody, and he's not hurting himself. Yeah. Like, let them live. Like, But, yeah, so if you would like to, uh, or if any of you out there would like to uh, keel over, uh, <laughs> first of all, I apologize. Uh, oh, I felt, apologize I, I felt brain rot content. watching the... I watched it like three times and every time I felt brain rot. So, Sonny, you're welcome for like my 15 cents that I <laughs> gave to your little bank account. But I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there were so many times like, and I watched it multiple times just so I could go back and go, did I just hear right. that right? Am I, am I understanding this? Did thing? I? And like, the big thing that I guess taking not taking away from the video but it was like the biggest thing that he said like that Sonny said that like made me want to jump out my window was um how Sonny was talking about how and I quote like something along the lines of um there are people that will reject um LGBT characters um if they are too saturated in the content that they're watching like forced like forced queer characters and i'm sitting there and i'm listening to it and i'm like but wait a minute chris of the mr beast universe is not a character chris is a human being and so why are we taking chris the human being and going what why they like queer baiting though why they putting it's it's also (laughs) like my understanding like i've watched a few mr beast videos i feel like i used to watch more consistently like when uh, mm-hmm. the whole like tree thing was going on like the, the yeah ann arbor was playing a million trees but mm-hmm. like i i guess i just don't understand the logic of like this person is just being true to themselves how are they pushing an agenda and also mm-hmm. like it's mr beast's videos like if he wants to have his friends in it then like that's that's his prerogative like, right I, don't under- I guess i just don't even fully comprehend the, the logic yeah i <laughs> I don't get it either. I know that, like, at least the past couple months when it comes to Mr. Beast, I've been hearing him around a couple times of, like, between this whole, like, Chris thing and Sonny. And -hmm. then when I think, I think uh, the non-binary legend themselves, Elon Musk. uh, (laughs) Wait, Elon Musk is non-binary? Uh, okay. Or is this just a joke? No. Okay. So <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, okay. So there was some, you know, NB Musk posting tweets about being like, oh, like making fun of the left and being like, oh, mm-hmm. you're all brainwashed, yada, yada, yada. 
somebody um somebody tweeted at elon and said we cis people are explicit about pronouns on top of visual cues in order to help normalize their expression for those who might not be cis simple as that and elon musk responded to this tweet saying i'm not cis you are and so everybody me uh was like wow <laughs> non-binary legend we love you elon musk <laughs> like you're, you're still you're still a unethical billionaire but yeah. uh, you're thank, still thank you for not being a man i guess like we love man. you we love we don't love what you're doing mb musk but like be who you are for your pride <laughs> happy pride month mb musk happy pride. i feel like he just I feel like to, I feel like he used to be like a Trump tweeter, like back in the day. Like he'd be tweeting at yeah. like three a.m. and he'd be talking about how he'd be taking um, like Ambien and like drinking. So I feel like I I mean, who am I to say how Elon Musk identifies? But right. I have to assume he's like just trolling. He is like a genuine troll. Yeah, he's a like piece. he's 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 chronically online for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know I can admit that I'm. Uh, chronically online but I'm not like sure. i just really enjoy my content online <laughs> i literally have an obscure thirst at its twitter thread because it's all my fucking tiktok for you pages right now uh is just obscure like i'm like what the fuck why do you think i'm into this <laughs> why do you think i'm into this like i think the one that i have i do have my twitter up oh, amazing um is and I started this thread on Twitter for myself. I'm not trying to go viral. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm like, I I just need a log of all these. So, okay. So, some of the weird, obscure thirst edits I got. And if and if you like these people, if you're like, I would love to kiss them, that's amazing. Some of the weird thirst edits I've gotten are Mike Myers. In particular, uh, during okay. the... In particular... During the 1993 premiere for Sleepless in Seattle, uh, the the ladies love 1993 Mike Myers. Okay. Um, Interesting. I, I got a ship edit of Luigi and Bowser from the Mario movie. Why my For You page <laughs> thought I was into that, I don't know. I love this. Uh, I got a what, thirst what, what edit random of... Random things. I got a thirst edit of The Wolf from Puss in Boots to a uh chase atlantic song and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> um okay i've got i'm like scrolling through some of them uh i got a third set of mo from the doodle bops that's what, the what, what that's your for you page i don't fucking know man i mean hey they, they say it's customized to you so i think you have some <laughs> splaining to do i so I'm actually uh, going on Reddit and listening to audios of Mo Doodle Bob. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. As you should. And, right. Oh, and then I also uh, a couple days ago found one of uh, Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory to Ash Nico. Uh, that one made me have a brain aneurysm, but I was like. I need the girlies to see this. Yeah, I need something to. The girlies watch this being out. um another friend of the podcast, Jeff. 
I can I can I can count on them to like every single one of these Thursday nights. When in doubt, I know Jeff is there. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. We love to see you, Jeff. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking mm-hmm. of Jeff and your fans, uh, yeah. have you ever have you ever experienced fan behavior like you? I'm sure I'm sure you have been on the receiving end of fan behavior. Have you ever given fan behavior? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. Uh yeah, okay. I absolutely have. Um Okay. I actually like well, first of all, I feel like I give fan behavior to like my friends. Like I'm like in love with my friends and I think they're mm. like literally the best. Mm. Um but so but I feel like I've given fan behavior. I have like this I have this friend. We like met in college. Okay. And like immediately, like I'm a freshman. I think he was maybe a year above me, maybe not. His name's Don Allen, Don Allen Stevenson the third. You can check him out. He he does content and stuff. Okay. But from the first day I met him, I was like, this dude just gets it. Like I mm-hmm. I, I like the way his brain thinks. I, we were both uh, we both worked in residential life. I was an RA. Yeah. And I remember I like sent him a Facebook message. You know, and this was probably like 2017, maybe. Or no, no, sorry, like maybe like 20. 13 sure I, I was in i was in college 2012 to 2016 so around there mm-hmm. uh and i just was like hey man like i just want to let you know like i i really like your work you know i like the way I, you know i think i formatted it a little less fan girly but it was still very fanny sure. and i was like i love your work like you know let me know because he was um he was like a like a filmmaker and i was an actor i was like you know if you ever need somebody you know to act like I, i'm more than happy i think he just left me on red you know, <laughs> uh-huh. fast forward. And, you know, we had conversations here and there. Like he was in the film program. I was in the theater program. But he was also like a tech whiz. Uh, you know, fast forward, I don't know, like six or seven years. I have now moved to L.A. I'm pursuing acting full time. Uh, I see him like post on somewhere like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm moving to Burbank, uh, which is, you know, in L.A. County. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let me know if anyone wants to like hang out. And I immediately sent a message. I was like, yo, man, like, welcome. You know, I've been here for like two years. You know, let me know if you want to, like, get lunch or drinks and, you know, just chat. You know, pretty pretty common. Right. And so we wind up, like, grabbing a drink. This dude, like, basically, like, manifested this, like, crazy awesome job at DreamWorks. You know, he's still in his, like, early 20s. My mm-hmm. understanding of the job is they, they were looking for someone who was, like, proficient enough to, like, learn new softwares and then, like, teach their team. So he was just showing up to DreamWorks, people that had been working there for decades, and being like, yeah, let me leave this presentation on this software that I taught myself two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I can now teach these people that have been animating. And he works on, like, all the big movies. And anyway, so Don Allen, if you listen to this, I think I still think you're, like, crazy, like, smart and, like, just, like, on top of it. And, like, in his free time, like, you can check out his content, he just teaches himself, like, new softwares. Like, I know for a while he was working in, like, augmented reality. And he just does these, like, free learning live streams for anyone to join. And he's, like, deep in some program that he's been fiddling around with for a week or two. And now he has, like, heavy expertise in it. Just one of those, like, wicked smart guys. Yeah. So I feel like I've definitely fanned over, over this guy before. That's cool. Like, I love seeing when people can just, like pick up a skill like either like super quickly or whatever and it's like oh you're so good and then they're like oh i learned this last week i'm like what the fuck do you have any friends like that like i had i had a college roommate it's like Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe this is more of like a male presenting archetype but maybe not but like there's like that one male friend that like is just perfect at everything like you teach them 
they've never played billiards before and your dad taught you room six and you play with them once and then the second time they smoke you you know just like those like everyday kind of guys that just like walk in and just are like effortlessly good at like everything do you do you have anyone like that in your yeah life? yeah um we had um a buddy who um amanda used to work with him and i remember when we met for the first time i was like oh it was just like no offense i'm like he's just like some white dude okay uh, <laughs> me as the white person calling somebody a white dude i'm like cool like he's just some white guy okay um and then <laughs> and then she tells me like her dad amanda's dad's birthday is a day before mine and so for his birthday like a couple years ago she got him like a grill okay Mm-hmm. And so she goes, yeah, um, like I need help with this grill. And he goes, I'll figure it out. I'll build it. And she's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, and then Amanda comes home and I was like, how did the grill building go? And she goes, uh, great. He actually even started cooking on the grill. And I was like, hello, what? <laughs> he knows how to grill. And then we, a couple weeks later, we go to his house and he has like, you know, all this like tech stuff and he's talking like he was the one who told me some like basic stuff about editing mm-hmm. like video and uh, just like a freaking renaissance yeah I'm like what the fuck and then he's like oh by the way i know the entire history of oliver tree and i was like what, what the fuck is <laughs> oliver tree <laughs> oh and then he's like a beer connoisseur i'm like what the mm-hmm. fuck like, <laughs> like it's just just right? people like that that exist and it's like they're like they have like a certain type of energy that like nobody hates them you know because yeah. they're not like they're not like a like a know-it-all like they literally and i i got a buddy and i another guy a friend over one of my best friends sure his name's doug king just like one of those guys that just was like just so naturally smart and gifted but uh something that always earns respect from me is if i can tell someone is like highly intelligent or like you know like very specifically talented in something but instead of like using it as like a point of pride you know like you know subtly mentioning they go to harvard like their full intent is to just make other people feel supported yeah and use their own skills and knowledge to like make them feel elevated or like you know you know that's just that person you're talking with and you're like struggling with a concept or a word and they just so politely like offer it up to you and like yeah. make you feel better and smart and i'm just like damn dude how do mm. how do i get to be like that right like in life at the end of the day like our i mean at least to me my job here is to at least do the best i can mm-hmm. to uplift people whether that's in knowledge or encouragement Ignore women obtain currency what Ignore women attain currency? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I know exactly yeah. what F- F- FBs get money. You know? <laughs> I ain't saying she no gold, you know? Yeah, gold digger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's, at the end of the day, life is just all about ignoring people and obtaining currency. Exactly. See, <laughs> you get it. You get it. And this, this conversation definitely turn, took a left turn than what my brain was thinking of. Because <laughs> Sorry, I, told, I just I took us off the rails. Listen, I don't care. I loved your answer. I loved your answer. It was perfect. What my brain was thinking of, though, was... Um, <laughs> And I know in some, like, in some ways, um, I would, if I had to, uh, other than, you know, business reasons, 
because uh, I'm, I'm glad to know that you consider us friends amazing but I do also know that part of like f- for me I just answer everybody's like stuff on social media like I've known you for a hundred years I do that all the time and I've been thinking of this recently oh yeah. yeah 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 and I'm like I'm sure I'm like at least to you and or maybe there's somebody else out there I don't fucking know I will answer everybody's Instagram story. Like I've known them for like a hundred years. Like somebody like, I don't know, Brittany Broski will post mm-hmm. her shoes and I'm like, Oh girl, yeah. cool shoes. Where'd you get those from? Yeah. She's never going to answer me, but I just love to, I love those TikTok trends where it's like Justin Bieber's DMs are like, he's like my therapist. <laughs> I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm just like, <laughs> Hey, nice kicks King. <laughs> I, uh, I don't really like drink. Uh, anymore but when I used to like socially drink more uh-huh. and sometimes I do this when I've like had a gummy but like I would just be on my phone like on Instagram mm-hmm. and when I was like slightly drunk or inebriated I would just do that I was responding to people's stories even people that I just met once or twice and I just like I'm just like such a happy drunk like 99% uh-huh. of the time so I would just be like gushing over like my friends and people and just like having like totally one-sided conversations and then they'd wake up the next morning and be like uh thanks Zach and I'm just there like I just want to let you know man that I'm so proud of you and I think you do it so great and like this photo of your food was just like really well done <laughs> we're definitely one of the same because I'm pretty sure I did that to you once oh, yeah. and I got so oh absolutely I, lost. I, I and I'm like, it. I'm like oh my god King I'm so sorry I don't know what the fuck no, happened. I loved it I feel like I mean is this is this part of the podcast where where we get a little real yeah, we can get real. I feel like, and you can you can just tell me to shove it, and I'm totally up. This is just my perception as someone that is your friend, but like uh, again, I recognize that I'm like a full online friend, but also someone that you've like pseudo worked with, I guess. Sure. Uh, or at least collaborated in an administrative faculty. Right. I feel like we are one and the same. That we both are like big like people pleasers and like yes. pretty anxious beings. Does that does that feel? accurate to say yes <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to enforce my own diagnostic of myself <laughs> upon you uh but like because we are the same i feel like i have such like an insight or empathy when you're like when you send me that like and because like, i've been in that situation being like oh did i oversip or even with this podcast being like hey like you know like i didn't want to assume that you wanted to do this even though like i know that you would we had several conversations about it but like i just want to assure you from my perspective that like I've never had even like 1% like bad feelings from anything that you've said or done, but you've been nothing but an amazingly supportive friend. So I just wanted to take the moment to assure you in that, that uh, you, you, you can do no wrong in my eyes. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to cry right now. <laughs> no. You're going to make me cry You're going to make right me now. cry, bitch. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, and... No, you're totally right. Like, I'm, I know that, like, I'm a huge people pleaser of. Mm -hmm. uh, Samesies. Yeah. Like, love to see it. And I know that partially, like, I know this, because, not to bring it back to religion, but, like, you didn't grow up, like, religious or anything at all, right? Um, Not, no, not exactly. I did go to, like, a non secular school. Like, I went to a Lutheran school from, like, pre K to, like, fifth grade. Sure. Um, and so, like, I was I was going to chapel, like, every Wednesday, and mm-hmm. occasionally we would go to, like, what, like, sermon. Um, yeah. So I did grow up with that. Like, one of my subjects was religion. You know, you learn math, science, art, religion, whatever. Right. Um, but that being said, my parents uh, were not, 
like they grew up like really Catholic and like we're talking like like rulers across the knuckle from your like teachers Catholic. Uh huh. Um, so it was just important to them that they were like, we're not really going to like enforce this upon anyone. Um, but they, the, the schools in my area in like North County, San Diego, especially I guess like 20 odd years ago, uh, were not necessarily the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they, they elected to go to like, uh, like a non-secular school. So I, I guess that's a long story long for saying like, I'm not religious. I don't consider myself religious. I don't even feel like I grew up religious, but I grew up in a religious environment yes yeah. no that makes though no, that makes total sense so um, i know my bible i know you, my fables you know your john 316s I, I, <laughs> I, I know my 10 commandments uh, uh name, you know I, I i know about uh noah and king saul and you know obviously david and goliath and cain and abel and i know about the disciples and i know that jesus was gay <laughs> That's my favorite thing to say to religious people. I'm like, hey, you know Jesus was gay, right? And they're always like, what? Jesus? What? And they get all mad. Jesus? And I say it to a... Uh... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no you go ahead. Uh, I, I live... Um, I guess I'm not supposed to dox myself, but I live in a very touristy <laughs> part of Los Angeles County. Okay. And I feel comfortable saying county because there's like how many millions of people here and it's, it's gigantic. Right. <laughs> um, but I live in a very touristy section. And as, as people know, in touristy sections of major cities, there's often... Like, you know, soapbox people, you know, people that have a megaphone and are proclaiming different things. And there's often like the Jesus people and not not the people that are like praise Jesus, the people that are like repent for your sins or you're going to be damned for yeah. all of eternity. And so my favorite thing to do when I'm walking by is to just so quietly say, like, I'll just walk by and be like, yo, Jesus was gay. And they get so <laughs> offended and then I'm just like, dude, like the guy hung out with 12 other dudes. He enjoyed washing their feet and he freaking like loved all men. Like it's in the Bible. Like Jesus loves everyone. Right. He loves all men. And here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. Okay. Mm -hmm. He had a favorite disciple. I don't know. If yeah. I, and dude, and he was open-minded. He married a sex worker. Right. And, but that's the thing that always got me was, you know, you have all the other, all the other disciples, right? Mm -hmm. And then who you was have his favorite Peter. Then you have no, you have one who was John, because oh, John. John was if you if you read the book of John, um, mm. and it's only it, it reads like Twilight, huh? Right, it's like a love letter to Jesus. It's only in the book of John. So like, there's the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, they kind of essentially refer to themselves as themselves. But John refers to himself as the one whom Jesus loved. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. My middle name's John. And it means like with God's love. Yeah. Yes. So he was named, he was renamed John. And it means the one whom Jesus loved. <laughs> so I think they like probably kissed. I love Pride Men. Oh, yeah. One of one of them had to like suck Jesus's cock right 12 guys <laughs> especially back in like roman times like that that shit was going down for sure if it wasn't john the one who jesus loved it was definitely john the baptist oh absolutely it was yeah, definitely, definitely that like dirty man the john water. the baptist um <laughs> dirty man john so my point in asking you if you were religious was mm -hmm. um, that we could talk about how i believe that jesus is gay yes yes yeah <laughs> was that um so in the in my cult era, one of the things that they 
taught the women of the church mm-hmm. is um i was literally just talking about this with a friend earlier today um they call it like the joy method j-o-i and each okay. and each letter of joy represents mm-hmm. uh something it's supposed to be an acronym so and it's supposed to be the hierarchy of where uh you place the people in your life so and it's very simple j is for jesus jesus comes first o is for others they come after jesus and y stands Mm -hmm. for yourself and that especially like in a culture where yeah you know yourself third yes but well not even put yourself third last you put yourself last when no you mean nothing when no one anyone yeah when no one else needs to be served which never happens when right. no one is in need of help <laughs> mm-hmm. anymore which never happens right then think of yourself because otherwise you're selfish now right. again i'm not saying that that is true that is just the rhetoric that um i was told and that i was taught so um you know my my church stories. Oh, uh, you know, I feel comfortable making a proclamation. That's wrong, guys. Take take care of yourself. Yes. Take, put put yourself above. Overfill your cup so that it flows onto your neighbors. Don't pour from your own cup. Yeah. Is as a. Uh, as if you got the, a problem with that, you can reach me via email. <laughs> <laughs> as as the legend RuPaul Charles has said, if you can't love Ooh. yourself. How in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Yeah. How are you going to teach? Because we, we have to, for better or worse, like even with your soulmate, to mm-hmm. some degree, mm-hmm. and this is my opinion, obviously, mm-hmm. y- you have to teach the people around you how to love you. Right. Otherwise, they're just going to love you how they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's you know, like I, you know, say for instance, like I appreciate acts of service. So I, that's what I give when I give out love, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't teach the people around you, like, oh, no, this is this is how I am loved. This is how you can make me feel loved. They right. won't know how to do it. And if you don't love yourself, how can you teach someone else right. to do that? So, as, as the legend said. Yes. So, so, yeah. So I know for me, like, a big part of my uh, people-pleasing nature does come from the fact that I'm still deconstructing from morals and values that I had from that from that time sure, in my life. Yeah, totally. And because, you know, my my time in the church is very different from most people. I started going when I was like like mm-hmm. sporadically as a kid. Uh sure. and then regularly when I was fourteen, I had a uh a pinnacle moment in my life happen and then I just got sucked in after that because I felt like I needed um, that community, the sure. community of people, because I was like, "Wow, nobody else gets me," and they're like, "But sure. God does." <laughs> yeah, and no, that's that's how they no, that's how yeah. they kind of like get you, and like, you know, I, I don't know if you've watched any documentaries on like Scientology and stuff, but like, mm. a lot of their centers are opened up next to hospitals. Yes, in uh, in towns where people move young, so in Los Angeles, like mm-hmm. it, wherever they can find vulnerable populations. Right, and, and I'm not. I, I, I don't want to like give a blanket statement that like this is bad because like obviously like we need community and like that's how we function right uh, as humans. But yeah, like from a sales perspective, if somebody is only trying to find customers that are like vulnerable, then it's like mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe you're selling something that you know you shouldn't be selling. Exactly, exactly. Like I know that there's still that part of me that I think is always going to carry um, like the morals and the values of mm-hmm. God, like 
treating others the way that I want to be treated and giving compassion to people that I don't understand and um you know not like being slow to anger and you know just right yeah all that stuff th- a that book stuff, of metaphors it's, that, a, it's a great yeah, book and, and it's great and I think in a way like I think that's even away from the church I think it's those morals and values has helped me have like a solid um totally. foundation yeah. of per- like of self um mm-hmm. however um there's a lot of toxic rhetoric that is still being taught like you know the, the joy model of you know that I'm still working through I left the church yeah. in 20 20- Totally. I want to say or my like first a, a lot of religious organizations like views on like women and like gender roles. Oh, totally yeah. And we could have a whole episode like <laughs> over all of that, <laughs> that? because yeah. that's stuff that like my friends and I have all experienced of um, mm-hmm. women's roles in the church and uh, seeing like uh, like quick anecdotal story story about um, like the LGBT community. We had a friend who um was serving with our young adults group and she cut her hair short and um they started asking if she was gay because she cut her hair short and originally she said no and then um eventually she came out and she's like yep I'm I'm gay and our little friend group were like yeah that's awesome amazing the leadership found out about it and they actually kicked her off of their serving teams because they said that she was not a good representation of the group as a whole. Um, wow. And that uh, basically she could join again when she was straight. And that did not put a great taste in her mouth. I was like, what the fuck is go- what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? Like yeah, totally. all she's doing, all she's doing is like controlling the lights for the worship service in the background. Is that... Uh, yeah. You think that... No, you're going to get your gay cooties <laughs> on the lights. And then I'm going to be gay. Like, whoa. Yeah, it's going to... Everybody knows that gayness is transferable through light. Right. And that's that's why we send gay people into space. Right. <laughs> why, are, why aren't I there then? <laughs> well they're trying well if, you know well they knew they knew mis- that if mr religion had their say right. then they, yeah. they knew that it was just like a little bit so they're like okay she's like probably gonna be in the back of the line we know you like-, like you know maybe maybe we'll send her to the moon maybe they're like they're like okay you like men still so like you can yeah you, know, you can you wait just pretend yeah we, we can just ignore you can wait till the know. gabies go up there first and then you know yeah. what if we have enough room you can we can shoot you. You're lower on the list, you know, but yeah, they're gonna get you <laughs> eventually. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god. Um. Well, hey. Uh, speaking of hey. being gay, happy Pride <laughs> Month, gay? first of all. Happy Pride, ever. And listen, if you're gay, happy Pride. Yes. And if you're not gay, happy. Then, then I hope you have a terrible month. <laughs> I want you to know that. All, everybody who's straight out there, this is not your month. You might as well just call it quits already. Literally, literally. You know what? I hope the people of this podcast know, and if not, we're about to say it again. Hey, everybody, it's Pride Month. It is June. You know what that means? It's illegal. It's illegal to be straight. And if you're caught not being gay, you'll be reported to the FBI. I have a contact. So you better start kissing ladies if you're a lady, kissing dudes if you're a dude. And kissing whoever if you're whoever. Because if I'm seeing some nice. cross-kissing... Mm-hmm. It's over. Cross-kissing? That's just... Di- We're going to find you. That's disgusting. You better you better not enjoy a hetero 
sexual kiss this month, I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, no hetero kisses or you're gonna, Only gay kisses. You're go, No hetero kisses or you're going to hetero jail. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you why. And you don't like it there, because you know who's there? Who's Vin there? Diesel on repeat. <laughs> you know, I did hear, though, that, um, yeah, maybe this is just, like, some, like, industry, you know, you, you hear all the whispers, mm-hmm. but uh, I heard uh, the big Vin Diesel, he's, uh, this is his month, believe it or not. Wait, what? Is he? Apparently, Vin Diesel is uh, r- r- rumored to be uh, not not as straight as, <gasps> as uh, his, his brand would lead us to believe. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Again, I want to say that I heard this, like, third hand, third hand, and when you live in Hollywood, you know, you just hear all the... You hear all of it, it, you know, all the untruths and truths alike. I wonder. Uh, but yeah, I, I heard that um, the companionship that he brings upon set um, share his gender. I wonder if that's why he was dancing to that Katy Perry song on that Facebook Live one time. <laughs> Do you know you what know, live I, I, I also have it on good authority, <laughs> you know, that uh, a certain beloved internet dilf um also may uh play both sides in some capacity certified internet dilf there's a lot of them there is you know and and i'll just leave it at that i will say he has this person has rose in extreme popularity in the last like year or two i think i know exactly who you're talking about and and i also heard that um he's not the nicest to uh staff and crew (gasps) But but again, this is this is I'm hearing third hand, you know, from Wait. somebody that also heard third hand. Uh, but but this person is known and touted to be like, you know, an internet nice dilf. Wait a minute, is he somebody that people say you look like? Yeah, I want to kill myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I hate to I hate really. to be the bearer of bad news. Ah, oh, that's okay. You know what? But again, this is all this is all secondhand. This could be all like totally fake and fabricated. And it's, and it's all parasocial. You know what? Uh, yeah, it totally is. I mean, it, yeah. So so we'll see. But if I ever work with these people, I'll come back. Okay. And and I and I'll let you know for for certain. You're like, bitch, I got the scoop, and I'm like, oh. Be like, yo. So I met this guy. Uh, turns out, yeah, he is an asshole. Oh no. Or be like, yo, <laughs> uh, I don't know who was on that. They were just a jealous hater, loser. So if you if you're a big time. Hollywood actor, A-list, and you listen to this, and you're like, who's this guy who's talking trash? Just know I'm, I'm open to uh, being, my opinion being changed. I'm just sharing the, the silly, silly gossip. Yeah, and if, and if you ever meet Kenny from Zoom, you need to let me know uh, if Kenny... Who's Kenny from Zoom? <laughs> you, don't listen to, that- you don't listen to this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was on my list. This this has been this has been a, a a bit of a week. You're, no, I I really don't care. Um, <laughs> is it? It's an is a running inside running joke. I'll tell you once we're done recording. Which actually, okay. speaking of being an asshole, hi guys! Thank you so much for joining us for the twentieth inaugural episode of hey, the Hey, welcome podcast. everybody! Yes, uh, Zach. Bippity boppity pizza. <laughs> Zach, do you have anything that you would like to share with the audience? Um, Not to put you on the spot, however. <laughs> no, I mean, if you like me, if you want to hear more of me, uh, you can find me online, Zach Cowman. I make silly little videos 
and a stream sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm working on a new podcast as well that should be coming at you very soon with another content creator named Dorothy Manini. Yes! We don't have a name yet. We just recorded our first episode yesterday. And yeah, so if, if you like how silly and much of a loser I am and you're like, yo... Listen to this loser makes me feel better about my life. Then you're in the right place, and you know, stick, stick, stick around, stick tuned. Well, essentially, like, <laughs> essentially, you're you're here in the loser squad, so you're fitting right in. <laughs> you're not a loser, and if you say that again, we're gonna have a big, big problem. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you don't you don't want to have a big, big problem with me. Let me tell you. Okay, because right <laughs> it's gonna be real, real big. <laughs> how how big? How big is the problem gonna be? At least seven. <laughs> Okay, noted. Yeah, uh, that's pretty big, I think. That seven is a pretty big number. Sometimes I don't think I can count past that. So, like, that's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, but, I think so. <laughs> well, any, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you uh, like us, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Between the Fridges. Uh, I'm still waiting on you guys to send me an awesome little fan fiction to read on the podcast. I found one, but I'm waiting for you all to... Uh, yeah, what the heck, guys? Yeah, give me something. You think this is easy? Yeah. Showing up here and talking, <laughs> putting yourself out there? The least you guys can do is do our job for us. Right. Okay, we got to beat where all of us humans are against the AI. <laughs> so we need everyone to help us. Exactly. So if you are, if you have a... If you have a fan fiction of caliber to uh, Kids Bob Never Leaves or uh, the Barack Obama Sonic fan fiction, which we will read on the podcast eventually, uh, feel free. Oh, to, I love that. Yeah, feel free to send it to our email address at betweenthefridges at gmail.com. Um, also, you can check our link tree in the bio of our Instagram to find anywhere and everywhere that you can stream our podcast uh heck yeah also also please please feel free to leave us a five-star review on spotify or apple podcast um and then we will read your review on the podcast give you a shout out incredible and you don't even have to pay any money to do that that's free advertising i'm gonna write a review and my name is gonna be hire me as an actor.com i uh, and that's free promo i'm looking forward to it and i'll forward it to kenny from zoom Uh, nice so with all that thank you so much for joining us my name is carly this is zach and we will see you all next week you better be back or i'm gonna find you i know that you're listening right now with no socks on (laughs) and so i know things so you better you better come back you accuse him of leaving the dogs out (laughs) i know listen if you got your dogs out then you belong here (laughs) woof 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 bark 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 tune in next (laughs)